Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Biden's proposed multi-trillion dollar budget is a disaster, particularly for the sanctity of human life. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. First of all, Matt, I want to know where is all this money coming from that he proposes? Well, you know, over uh, 10 years, it's $73 trillion in government spending. And who's going to be paying tw- for that? Trillion. Since our country is already in debt, who's going to be paying for all this? You know, uh, it's all going to be borrowed because, and it'll be put on the backs of individuals as debt. Uh, it is catastrophic because the more debt we continue to accumulate, uh, the more, you know, unstable our whole system becomes. And along with this incredible bloated budget, multi-trillion dollar budget that will increase government spending $73 trillion over 10 years. We're going to be paying for this. And, and that's probably a, a lower estimate. And it's not only concerning to me. We're going to I don't be, know if we can pay for it. I know. But I don't know if we that's can. That's not only concerning that's the to me, but we're paying for it to kill more children. Yeah, and here's what is included in this proposed budget. It's a huge budget. Uh, It eliminates the Hyde Amendment. The Hyde Amendment is an amendment that has been in legislation for years that says that no federal dollars can be used to fund abortion. It eliminates it, which would allow taxpayer funding for abortion on demand through Medicaid, Medicare Disability, and other programs funded under the Labor, Health, and Human Services Appropriations Bill. And, you know, President Trump made that a priority to protect that amendment because he was protecting unborn children. Yeah, on page... totally opposite. You know, 1,244, just to give you an idea of how big this bill is. It eliminates the uh, Dorman Amendment, and that uh, amendment would allow the District of Columbia to fund abortions through its Medicaid program. Uh, When the uh, Dorman Amendment was last gutted was fiscal year 2010, D.C. funded 300 abortions through Medicaid. So taxpayers paid for 300 abortions through Medicaid. Yeah. Bottom line. And more would happen now. And so it also eliminates the Adderholt Amendment. These are amendments that have been standard in budgets in the past. So it eliminates these amendments, which would lift the federal ban on gestating gene-edited embryos, such as three-parent embryos. Three-parent embryos. Three-parent embryos. It also uh, increases by 40% funding for Title X family planning programs, and it actually adds 113.521 million dollars to the 400 million dollars already there um, to 400 million in other words it would it would take it from uh, 286 million essentially to 400 million and that serves as a slush fund for planned parenthood yeah this is a slush fund title 10 family planning is essentially a slush fund where it planned parenthood gets paid money to push, quote, family planning, which includes abortion. And, you know, we represent Sandra Merritt, who's one of the two 
journalist who unveiled that Planned Parenthood is selling baby body parts. And we fought and we're still fighting against people like Kamala Harris, Becerra and all that, who received a lot of money from Planned Parenthood to continue their agenda of killing children. And here's an example of millions of dollars being paid to them for yeah, that. Yeah, it increases by 10% funding for the teen so-called pregnancy prevention program, which again are funds that subsidize Planned Parenthood's uh, targeting of teens, particularly with regards to abortion. But what they do, though, is they try to get teens sexually active. They say, come to Planned Parenthood, get your birth control, which is very low dose. So they end up getting pregnant, coming back for more, and it helps fund their agenda. Yeah, it eliminates funding for sexual risk avoidance education. In other words, how to avoid these risks. Uh, it eliminates that and increases the uh, money exponentially to kill your children. Yeah, and I'm sure some of that goes into, you know, the public schools have a lot of their curriculum already where Planned Parenthood is getting these kids as young as kindergarten, trying to indoctrinate them to get them sexually active so they'll increase the business for Planned Parenthood. Under the pro-life section, and this is just pro-life, what it does on pro-life. There's many, many other problems with this budget. It increases or has $5 million for bias training, implicit bias training grants for health care providers, which would or certainly will be used to target pro-life providers and other pro-family providers. It increases 72%, 72% funding for the United Nations Population Fund. It provides millions and millions of dollars. The United Nations Population Fund promotes abortions around the world and supports China's forced abortion and sterilization regime. See, listen to that. Okay, they're trying to get young Americans sexually active so they will have abortions, but then they want this money to go over to China to force them to have abortions and to be sterilized. Yeah, it eliminates the application of the Helms Amendment to the Complex Crisis Fund, which would allow those funds to pay for abortion. It goes on and on and on. I mean, it just continues on. It's absolutely unbelievable. It, it, it just... You know, we have a whole page here just of what it does with regards to abortion. So it is incredibly bloated, uh, but it is in part bloated with these pro-abortion spendings. I mean, it just expands them. This is the worst budget that I've ever seen in terms of not only it's the largest budget in history— but also it's the largest increase in abortion funding that I believe has ever come out of Congress. Right. Listen to this, Matt. It increases taxpayer funding. That's you and me and all of us that pay taxes. It increases taxpayer funding for contraceptives at the VA, including emergency contraceptives, i.e., that's the abortion pill. Yeah. That has become the most popular form of abortion because it's easy. During COVID, they really promoted it. Um, so we are funding these abortion pills at the VA for women to have abortions. Yeah, and it would actually increase funding to promote gender equality overseas, uh, including, quote, protecting the rights of women and girls worldwide. Well, you know what that means. It actually would include abortion as well. This uh, bypasses the Helms Amendment and the Siljander Amendments to allow taxpayer funding for abortion or abortion lobbying overseas. In other words, we would be funding people who would lobby their own governments to expand abortion. The United States taxpayers would be helping to pass laws globally to expand abortion. 
I mean, it's on and on and on. We have a petition. We also have a fax option to communicate to members of the House as well as the Senate to oppose this budget, this budget bill. You can go to lcaction.org, lcaction.org, and do a search there for budget. Uh, we'll have that available. Uh, and there are some people that we, we need in terms of stopping this both in the House and the Senate. There are some individuals who are up for re-election this coming fall, and they're more sensitive to what your opinion is on these particular issues. This is, a, this is just one of many issues. And we haven't finished, Holly, going through the components with regards to abortion. Uh, there's more on the list that we have. Mm -hmm. There's lots and lots more that we have available. But we have to remember, Matt, that these legislators, they work for us. You know, and sometimes we get that backwards and you have to blow up the phones. You have to, you know, get in the pulpit at the churches, talk about these issues and, you know, put your vote. Do you want your vote to support the killing of unborn children or not? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's awful. It, it is destructive not only to human life, but it's destructive to our country as well. It increases $16 trillion in new public debt. It adds $1.1 trillion yearly to the debt interest. In other words, we'll be paying interest in the amount of $1.1 trillion by 2032. And remember, these rich oligarchs that sit up there in their bubbles don't care. They're fine. It's us, the hardworking taxpayers, that have to deal with this. But I don't want any, I don't want a single penny of my money going toward killing children. I know. Not a Not single a dime should do that. And that's why these amendments have been passed, so that Congress is not able to take your tax dollars and use them to kill innocent children or fund that killing of innocent children or even the lobbying of more abortion-friendly laws globally. You know, when we got a budget deficit, obviously we need to conserve money. But at no cost, no matter what we have, we should not use our money to kill innocent children. It is global genocide. So more information is available at lcaction.org, lcaction.org. There's going to be a list there that we will continually update about all the terrible areas of this budget bill. But make your voice known now. Sign the petition and send faxes, lcaction.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org, where you can obtain email alerts and other information to keep you informed and involved. The website again, lc.org.